listening to Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music scene. As you probably know already, I'm Bree. And I'm Kyle. And Kyle is a little, he's a little going to be a little rusty today. You might not hear him talk too much. He came down, what did you say, a bright and shiny new cold? Yep. Yeah, so if you don't hear Kyle talk too much today, that's a little bit why. Um, but today we have Dennis John Glanville with us, and he drove all the way from the Madison area to be on the show today. How you doing, Dennis? I'm doing great, thank you. Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's not doing great. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, first off, I'm, I'm very intrigued. You already said you have one album out. Why don't you kind of tell us, let's start off with what kind of music you really focus on. Um, what kind of music's on that first album of yours? Okay. Um, so the first one, it was, you know, I really hadn't, I had been in a band for a little while and for like six months, but it was my first attempt at ever doing anything publicly. I liked it. So I decided I'd record an album, but I didn't know really any other musicians. So I had to just rely on myself. So it was me and acoustic guitar, banjo, some harmonica. And the guy that runs the studio had a friend that did some, uh, organ on it. But uh, so it was a real simple, folky thing because that's what I could do. You know, I didn't know, and but I really wanted to go to that studio because he had worked with some of my favorite musicians. So I had to go down there and when, do it. Where did you go again? Uh, Flat Black Studios in Iowa City. Okay, and are you originally from there? Nope. No, oh, it was just he had recorded my favorite artist, so I had that was the only studio I could think of I wanted to go to. Oh, cool. So I was really new to the whole thing. I was like, I know that studio. I know it's supposed to be awesome. I'll go there. So I'm just going to go. Who's a, who's your favorite artist then? Uh, William Elliott Whitmore. I don't know that. He's from the Iowa. No? From He's, Iowa. He's really, really good. What kind Folky, of music? banjo. Okay. Real gravelly, gravelly voice. I okay. Mean, just, uh, yeah, you should check it out. Yeah, so... Want to repeat that name one more time uh, for us? William Elliott Whitmore. Okay, so you should check him out because I guess Dennis says he's really good, so he must be. No, <laughs> well, me, I drove to musicians. a studio three hours to exactly. use that one. So, exactly. You know. So, like, as musicians, we're we're very supportive, but I think we're also pretty judgmental of each other. But well, I think my it's big a thing good was criticism. he's uh, with his albums where it was just like banjo guitar. It still sounded so full, where when sometimes it can just not sound, you know, can just sound like a guitar and banjo. Yeah. So uh, I just I had to use that because I knew that's the way I was going to record. I know he knew how to do it, so that you know I didn't know anybody else's stuff really, but I knew he knew how to record that kind of sound. So. So were you uh, satisfied with the final product? I was. Uh, looking back on it now, I feel funny about it, just because of how the new stuff is compared to that, and it's just... Showing your, your growth. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of funny to go back and look at that one and be like, wow. You go back and look at like your first thing ever, and you're like, what was I What was I doing? <laughs> I put that... That was two years ago that that one came out, and uh, I hardly like maybe play one song off that album anymore in live shows, and I only have the one official album. I mean, the second one, I've just it's all the new stuff I've been playing, and even though it's not really available to the public at all. Yeah. So. Um, what's the name of your first album, and where can they find it? Uh... Where Does the Ocean End and the Beach Begin? And it's on Bandcamp. On Dennis John Glanville, Bandcamp.com. Okay, and you can, so you can find his album on there if you want to check out what he yeah, does. It's don't forget. easier to find the name than the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget that at the uh, third section of our show, um, our artist always performs an original for us. So if you're unsure about whether you want to check Dennis out, which you shouldn't be, because you should want to check out all of our musicians because they're fantastic. It's not um, wrong. Yeah, exactly. I'm um, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, and modest. so modest. <laughs> I'm probably the most modest person I know. <laughs> so let's take a step away from the albums for a second. Um, why don't you tell us your earliest musical memory? Because you're probably, what, 
20... 35. Oh, I was going to say like... Just turned 35. I was going to say like 28, so... Just that's a thing in my family. We the Look men young. grow, yep, pretty ageless. But uh, I would have uh, Statler Brothers. Oh. My mom and dad were huge Statler Brothers fans, so it was, you know, real country, the real country stuff. I was... That's by far the very first thing I ever remember. That Johnny Cash, you know, because yep. that they were his backing band and just... Yep. Yep, that's all I can remember is just them. So that's where you really kind of... Is that where you say you'd kind of started loving music? And how did you how did you come to do what you're doing now? Well, I think like a lot of people, you grow up on what your parents play for you and then somehow rebel at some point and switch to something completely different. Yep. <laughs> and then if you decide to become an artist and really get all of a sudden, it kind of seems like you get back into where the roots were of the whole yeah. thing. And that's just what... I love the sound of an acoustic guitar. I mean, I have electrics and I love playing them, but I, something about the sound of acoustic guitar is just better. Kyle, a lot, more, a lot more opportunity with an acoustic. Yep, that's what, yep. Did I, you happen to see Kyle's acoustic? I did not. When he came in? Well, when we take a break, um, we'll check it out. Kyle has loves that thing. It's got a hole in the front of it. Not, <laughs> not the regular hole, like extra hole. Nice. <laughs> um, and it's like losing the wood. The Willie and, Nelson style. Oh, but he, he loves that thing. That but thing yeah. goes everywhere with me. It doesn't have a case. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He just throws it around, but it's a it's a throw of love. <laughs> well, I had a like you know some old like a silver tones and stuff I'd been playing, and when I found the guitar I have now, I just instantly fell in love. I was like, all right, this is the one I'm gonna have forever. And then I decided to put an electric pickup in it too. So I had a, yeah, that custom made from a guy in California, and put in. So now I've, it's really my baby because I was like, I could get it a separate guitar and put it in there, but I want it all in that guitar. Yeah, it's the best there. sounding guitar I know. It's a Martin, That's right? the one. Yep. Yep, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's uh, loves Love loves guitars yep. and knows all kinds of stuff about them, so you guys could probably talk away for hours. Um, what's another good one that we usually ask? I, I'm drawing a blank today. Uh, it's yeah, crazy. Well, um, yeah. Hmm. 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 Oh. What's your um, favorite color? <laughs> uh, I'd have to say blue. Okay. Pretty sure it's blue. I like blue. I'm really glad that we all wore some form of plaid today yep, in the I, show. This makes me really happy. Yours yeah, isn't really a plaid. I mean, it's kind of a plaid, Kyle. But <laughs> anyways. Um, it's there. It's there. It's there in spirit. So you said you've been doing, you've been actively trying to be, I shouldn't say trying, actively being a performing musician for about three years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what made you, I mean, so you said you're 35. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did you ever try it when you were younger like say like my more 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 like around like mine and kyle's age or nope just kind of play for fun and then so what made you decide in the last three years that you wanted to try i mean because being a musician is hard you're broke you're hungry you're constantly trying to prove yourself i mean i mean it's just it's hard like from musician to musician it's really hard being a musician so what made you to want to decide in the last three years yeah (laughs) i had well i did what were you doing i had a really rough 20s where i did a lot of things where i wasn't around a lot to be able to do things so i found a job there was a job i was working at in madison and i was there over five years and i was like wow this is a thing i never thought i'd be at one place for this long in my life what were you doing uh taking care of monkeys I was taking care of monkeys. Of, care, that's of all things I thought you were gonna say. I didn't think you'd say I was yeah. taking care. I was taking I was care of monkeys, for, I was feeding monkeys, like, giving them TVs, playing music for, like, for them. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I was waiting for like factory work or or plumber. Nope. Or plumb nope stumbled into a job working with monkeys. <laughs> that is so. And it was and I love animals. It was like my, the thing I wanted to do the most. I was like, yep, absolutely. How did you come across working oh. with monkeys? Just an accident. It was I was taking this course at MATC to try to go back to school you know and do something i wanted to do which was vet work 
And okay. then I took this course, and it just happened to meet the lady that was hiring there. She's like, oh, hey, why don't you just come work with me when this course is over? So I just, as soon as I was That's done, awesome. straight there. So was, uh, you know how many people would pay to go oh, do what it, you were doing? You know I tell I mean? you, you know, if you can have the absolute worst day of your life, if you give a monkey a peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> you're, you're going to instantly just... You're like, oh, nothing else matters in the world. Because watching that happen, going to work. I, you know, it was, it was great. Every day you get up, I'm like, you're like, I'm gonna go play with monkeys today. Yep, it was, it was a good time. Oh, is the monkey caretaker a good paying job? No. Well, no, neither is being a, a musician, so I don't know. <laughs> it was a state job, so it was in the middle of all that stuff going on. Okay, when, yeah. So, so you were, you were taking care of doing and playing that, with and I was just kind of getting bored, like. I was feeling like a good progression in my life, like I was making progress on what I wanted to do, and then all of a sudden I hit like this plateau where I wasn't really doing anything new. Like I, well, I said I got the job. I had published a book of poetry. I mean, which is old. We don't need to oh, talk about. Oh, you're a poet. Okay, now started, but what's it's, the name of your poetry book? Uh, constantly risking absurdity. Constantly risking absurdity. Okay, now I'm yep. gonna have to check that out too. But I had done that, and I was like, okay, and I was happy about it. And then you know, I said wasn't really doing anything. And then I saw on Craigslist there was two people who were uh, had just learned how to play drums and bass, looking for someone who wanted to sing and play guitar. And I was like, why not? They've never done it. Why don't I do it? <laughs> so I went and joined up with them. And I said we you know had some gigs and stuff. I said first gig I ever played was High Noon Saloon. Oh. So I mean you know it was for doing that and. Uh, played with that and it just you know didn't work like a first time band usually and it does yeah and uh so i took a band i was like i really like doing this i think i'm just gonna keep doing it by myself and then that's what happened and i was like i've had these songs sitting around why not at least record them and then i recorded them i was like hey why not at least go out and try playing them so so you kind of went from you were said you kind of felt like you were in a rut so you just didn't have anything going on being a musician you always have to be like you constantly have to be doing something new right and i would, it wasn't i wasn't there. doing anything like i was barely doing you know i was just you know had guitar and was like playing it but i hadn't put any real work into doing anything more i've been playing since i was 17 but hadn't really done anything with it and finally i was like i'm gonna do something it's fun music's the best thing there is why not do something with it music because wow. maybe i could not have to do anything but music someday yes that's, that's, that's quite that's a transition the goal. you went from monkey caretaker to poet to musician yep <laughs> yep at least it wasn't like poet monkey take here. Like and actually, the book was written before I started working there, published oh, during. Oh. So it see, was so poet you monkey. Even, like, you didn't even like go from like one to like an art to another art. You like, nope. Like had a I think taking break care of monkeys is an art. If you <laughs> that sounds so fun. That's not it's, the it's not goofy. the answer I thought it was going to be. Oh, it's, that's it's crazy. Thing. All right, so we have Dennis John Glanville. It is a little bit of a. I guess that's what I said. Like, ugh, I said I'd have to change it if it wasn't it. for how the logo worked out. So, you, had an, or what, just, you told me your logo. It works into a treble clef yeah. sign. So I, when I first taught me, really we know cool. when I was in band in like fifth grade, when they showed me, I was like, that's my initials. That's really cool. Forever, I was like, that sucks because my name's so choppy. Yeah. Oh, it is. I can see it now. It I'm looking at stick it. In, it just doesn't stick right. <laughs> cool. All right. So we have Dennis John Glanville on the show, and we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to get to know a little bit more about him. You're listening to Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music. Music scene. Listening to Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music scene. We have Dennis John Glanville here with us today, and he is from the Madison area. Um, are you like in Madison or like around Madison? 
I was in Madison. I have moved outside of Madison now because okay. I'm a country person. I'm not a city ya. person. We had to. We went to um, Madison for a Beatles workshop, and I was like, I'm just driving through, and I'm like, I hate, I hate people. I hate driving. Like, I actually I like driving, but I don't like people that don't know how to drive. So and when I visit bigger cities, comes. I'm like, oh, people. It's like people. You live. You live in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it before. It comes back every year. Like, come on, let's get with it here. <laughs> Be like, I, I drive really fast through it, right? As fast as po- oh, that's not how it is. It's either oh, like really, man. really fast or really, really slow. Really slow. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the slow people, you're going to cause an accident, and the fast people, you're going to cause an accident. Y'all just need to learn how to drive correctly. <laughs> and don't just turn on your hazards because you're driving slow. slow. <laughs> driving Have crazy. a real emergency. Yes. Don't do that. Oh, it's crazy. But anyways, um. So you were talking a little bit about social media um, before the show. Um, you have a Facebook page and you have a Twitter and all, Instagram and all that stuff. How do you think social media really plays its role into being a musician? Um, it makes things, I feel, a lot cheaper on the you yes. know, advertising end and the marketing end of everything. Just because you, know, you can put it out there, someone shares it. All of a sudden, a thousand people can see it without you having to really do anything except just say what was on your mind and tell people, just like you were talking to someone in the street, hey, this is happening, except they went and told a thousand thousand people. people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely, definitely agree. And like, too, um, Facebook, you can like boost your posts, you know, on Facebook. Have you ever done that before? You know, I did it years ago, but I found out I really don't think it's a thing. I really? think I I like if you do that. I think a lot of them are just made up places. Hmm. Like it's just made like they have false accounts. I wonder if I wonder if you it's can like, check that out somehow. It's I yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was things years ago where you could pay for like uh you know get it out there and advertise, and you could pay so much for the likes stuff. But it turned out that most of them weren't even real accounts, and then they would never ever like really things that you post and it was yeah. still you were right back to yeah. where you were except it just looked odd i always hate the spam i get on i love instagram too i always post a lot of pictures of my my dogs um <laughs> some music stuff but mostly my dogs but um i always hate the spam i get that like it like puts me in comments and it's like get a thousand likes by this no yep. that's okay yep. i like my like, i like I'll my 12 my likes own. on yep. my dog picture that's fine I'll just Makes do it me myself feel good. <laughs> well, there um, used to be websites like two years ago that you could go and buy 10,000 likes for so much. Yeah, like, they would yeah, give them, like, yeah. here you go, in a week here. I'm like, why? That's is, not real. Don't well, do that. It is true, though, like, the more it's seen by real people that are following you, like, followers on your page, the more it gets seen by other people, you know? Like, that definitely works. How right. Facebook works now with the whole, like, most popular posts and stuff like that. But, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. It's way yeah. cheaper. No, it's, I think it's, yeah, you it's, it's really... You can put your music out there. It's having other Easy. people share. Like, people liking a thing is awesome. But if they share it, it means a whole lot more because yes. that's another, you know, even if they only have 200 friends, that's yeah. 200 more people that could see that. Yes. And that's the thing that the sharing thing hardly ever gets done anymore. And that's yes. really And you all an look at Facebook. Part. We know. It's, it's, that, it's that little one with the little arrow that, you know, says yes, share. share it. Share that's it. That. And that's, and that's such that an important button. thing. Kyle and I are really trying to understand, and maybe you can help us out with this. We have a lot. Of, we have a lot of people that that support us and love what we do. Follow us on Facebook, on our Twitters and Instagrams and stuff like that from from around the area. But it seems that when we have a show, we we have people that come out, people that really support us, but not as many as we would hope. So you just kind of wonder, like the relationship between like social media really helps. Like people see your the stuff, artificial world, but and is the real it, world. are people really? Yeah. Do people really like care? And we hope. We hope that you do. Like, if you're listening, we hope that you do care. We hope that you're listening to this show because you care about your local musicians and your local artists and stuff like that. But you definitely have to 
so really support them. It's not just about liking their videos and, you know, like them and share them and show your support that way, but come see us. Comes a lot of people. You know? I mean, I because play more my you stuff is completely us, different live than it is in if you hear it on the album. And, and the more just, you come you know, see you, us, yeah. the more the more places we're going to get to play and the bigger the bigger places we're going to get to play. And that's, you know, we're being a local musician is like being a local business. We are, we are our own local business. It's word of mouth. Yes, and being a community like this, um, even Madison. I mean, Madison's big, but you're still like a community. You know what I mean? It's a lot bigger than... And it's got a lot of musicians in it. Yes, yeah. and you, you, you got to support everybody. You got to support your local businesses, support your musicians and stuff like that. I think it's really important. So, Okay, fun question. Now, if we were to go to your... You have an iPod or some form of... Mm-hmm. Okay, if we were to go to your iPod right now, what would you be listening to? Bahamas. The okay. band Bahamas. The band Bahamas. Have band you heard Bahamas. of them, Kyle? I've never heard of them. You got all kinds of good stuff for us Wonderful. to. Yep. They're okay. What kind just, of music are are they more? It's a guy. It's really just a guy that calls himself. He's just a great guitar player, but something about the guitar tone and just the way he does things. Okay. Just a real simple recordings that are sound big. You know, he's got that minimalistic, which I go for. But yeah, it sounds like there's a lot going on. Because you play really... out by yourself a lot, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's one thing I never really, and I'm like the okayest guitar player you'll ever hear, kind of thing. Kyle's got the Kyle's got the chops, but uh, um, when you play out, I mean, how have you really perfected it? Do you think? Like, do you think you do? I just, like I said, just literally added a new thing to my guitar. So I mean, I was I was playing one way before, but now I got to change. You know, kind of revamp right. things yeah. because of how I'm going to have to adjust to sound and stuff. But I'm right where I want to be now. So I okay. mean, it's. It's a, it's, it's a co- little complicated setup for me, but I mean, it sounds amazing if you're in the crowd. It really, there's acoustic guitar by itself, but then there's also electric and pedals and the stuff. So through an electric amp, oh, yeah. so you get all, but I said it's two oh, completely really cool. different yeah. sounds. Hmm. So I really like how it sounds now. I said I've played a couple shows through, you know, the current setup without the new pickup, but I mean, it's... And you got to do some well. fill when you're playing by yourself. You know, you got to have right. a little so, yeah, bit. There's, you a, there's do more to it than, than just walking, you know, on yeah. this guy on the stage playing acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, most people come into a venue, say they don't, you know, if they don't know what's going on that night, come into a bar, see a guy on acoustic guitar. A lot of times they'll just turn right around and go out because there's, you've seen us, you know, yeah. a lot of people are just like seeing one, you've seen them all. So Which if you got a little true. something to add on to it, right. then maybe they'll stick around for a little right. bit. Right. You got to so be a little different. Got to stand out. Have your own personality. Yeah. Before we take a break, I want to ask you, you said you, uh, spent this last summer. Well, that so would have been last year. Now this yep. last summer, um, you built a studio. Yep. Over in Iowa City. Yep. You wanna elaborate well, it was, on it that a little bit? Was the same guy that I had went to for the first album, and uh, I had been down the record, started recording this current album, the new one, back in February of last year. And uh, it's okay. Did you two sessions, like- <laughs> you know, because I was like the first one with the full, you know, actual other musicians to help. So the first, you know, first weekend went really well. Was gonna come back, you know, in a month and do some more things. Uh, the second session, I was playing and the guitar strap unstrapped on his guitar, and it was a 1969 Gibson SG, oh, no. and I broke the neck on it. Oh no! And, and it was his baby. So uh, I was like, you know, obviously I'll I'll pay, you know, find a new one, whatever. Everything we got to do. I'm sorry, you know, get it back. And he was cool about it. You know, it happens. There's studio, yeah. you know, it's there. You can't it help just happened to be his baby. So uh, oh, no. <laughs> he uh, got back to me a little while later, and he's like, hey, I found the farm I wanted to uh, move the new studio to. How would you like to work off the cost of guitar? I was like, absolutely. I would love to. <laughs> just because, I mean, it was, you know, just the thought of spending an entire summer 
So I went down there and I lived in his uh, little red camper from the 50s, like a little streamline. And uh, yeah, we just we'd get up every day and build a studio. We had the house to do too. Like we built, helped uh, redo the house That's and then awesome. start the studio great, yeah. for a while. My drummer, the guy who drums on my album, uh, Kyle McGuire, he came down with for the first month and helped do it all, like all the ripping down to you know because it was a hundred year old corn crib which had seen a hundred years worth of raccoons and just every, you know there was <laughs> and still, owls and so squirrels was, and all that stuff. There was a lot stuff. going on in there. It was a lot of work, and I said that uh, so you know have some of his friends. So I got to meet incredible musicians that would come on the weekends and help sometimes to do this stuff. So I was meeting new people all so the time. So it was a really good just, experience oh, while, I loved it. And while I, working off your debt a little bit. <laughs> the people down there, Iowa City is just an incredible town. If you guys ever looking for a tour, you know, that's not too far from this area. So it's about like four hours. It's, they, lo- they love artists. Like they're, okay. it's really an artist town. If cool. you, it, yeah. it is a great place to be. All right. So we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, Dennis is going to play a original for us. Dennis, why don't you tell us the name of your original that you're going to play? A good book. A good book. All right. So we are Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music scene. We are back, and you're listening to Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music scene. Kyle, why don't you uh, tell us what's going to happen next? Well, we have uh, Dennis uh, John Glanville here, and he's going to play his uh, original song, A Good Book. Whenever you're ready, Dennis. All right, thanks. First you read like a romance And the hero got the girl With occasional scenes of comedy The plowed did them fur I never know when I turn your page What surprises will be found But I am so far into you Towards the middle, the turmoil reached a peak A hero's laughing down But when the road you're on is blocked You take another route I never know when I turn your page What surprises will be found But I am so far in here Came like a lightning bolt Sky's about to fall But it does not end in tragedy For the hero conquers all I never know when I turn your page What surprises will be found I'm so far in here I can't put you down Then it all was over The loose ends had been tied I wish our tales could end this way And the good guys 
is never dead I never know when I turn your page What surprises will be found But I am so far in you I can't put you down I never know when I turn your page What surprises will be found But I am so far in you Awesome. I love Thanks, those oh, lyrics. That was, that was really, really good. That guitar has beautiful sound. I yeah, know. It I does. love it. That's why I said as soon as I started playing, I was like, that's that's the one, that's the ever for one right there. <laughs> that was a incredible song. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, I really I like those that. lyrics a lot. I'm going to have to pick up your album when it comes out. I'm excited for it. So that's the big thing that I'm really excited for is I learned the power of female background vocals. And I met some vocalists from down there. And when you add a little bit of that, man, it changes everything. Like the sound of oh, yeah, female vocals in the back. Oh, it's so good. So I'm really excited because it's all <laughs> oh, it's over. It's so good. <laughs> it's all some violins, drums, electric. You know, it's all over this one now. So Where um, what ins- where did you get the inspiration for that song? Um, or did it just kind of come to I, you one there day? Was a, I was watching somebody's YouTube video. And the name of the th- place was called uh, So Far. And something about just that clicked and became... Really? I just wrote it while I was at work with the monkeys one day. I was sitting there and it just <laughs> popped into my head and that's just where I went with it. Isn't it crazy where sometimes we get song ideas? Like, not, I'm not saying like where, like, like where, like you were at work taking care of monkeys and you were like, I'm going to write this beautiful song. Yeah. I wrote it on a Thursday, uh, played it for a gig on a Friday. That's awesome. I was like, that was how it was, yep. I've written a couple wrote songs like that. Wrote the lyrics at work, wrote the guitar that night. I was like, wow, all right, I'll do this. One of our really fun songs we have, we wrote in like three hours. And we it's just, it's yep. so fun. We're like, whoa, cool. Because it's, it's something that came out of you naturally instead of sitting there yep. working and changing little words. It just kind of happens. Yep, just worked out. Um, so we only have a couple minutes left. Is there anything we didn't touch on that you really wanted to touch on in this interview or... Do you have any thoughts, ideas, comments, anything you want to get out there? Do you have any, how about this, do you have any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Advice to local musicians. I mean, you already have, you already have one Keep album. doing it. Because, I mean, don't, you know, maybe, uh, two, okay, keep doing it. Sometimes there might only be three people at your show. Keep doing it anyways, because maybe next time there'll be six. And the time after that, there'll be 12. Just keep doing it, you know? And uh, don't oversaturate. Don't play in the same town three times a week. It's just because then people will, it won't be a unique experience to anyone. Okay. Where if they just saw you a week ago, maybe they'll be like, oh, this is going on. I'll go see a movie. But if you play, you know, a little air mystique, you know, let people like, oh, he's going to play again? All right, let's go see him. And then, you know, it kind of. Just that makes sense. That's really good. Time. That's good advice. Don't saturate. That's really good advice. Man, that song was incredible. Thanks, man. <laughs> I really, yeah, I really like it. I want to listen to it again. Oh wait, I have it. <laughs> it probably sounds uh, even 
even better on your album, though. It's so probably going to sound even funny. amazing with some vo- from backup vocals and stuff. Like oh. the uh, first version of it, like I was letting everybody listen to it when we did it through it. And then after the last time we recorded, we added the vo- female vocals and everything. Now I don't let anybody listen because it's, oh, it's almost done. It's this close. Now just wait. Now just wait. Well, thank you for sharing that yeah. with us big time. Um, so his name is Jenis. Dennis. Oh, man. I told you. It does oh, not man. come out right. It is Dennis John Glanville. He is from the Madison area. Um, you play up there a lot? I try to, you know. When, you kind of just feel, get all yeah. around the place. So I, I forgot to start booking things when I was working on the album. <laughs> it took so long. I just forgot. And I was so like, all of a sudden you're oh, like, wait, oh. I'm out of money and I don't have any shows. So, like, I mean, I've met a lot of people on the way. and play, You know, like the couple of gigs I really played this year have been at awesome venues. Okay. So it's not, you know, I, I've kind of at least got out of the coffee shop uh, right now. For and a you bit said, and 45-minute uh, sets are so much aw- better than, uh, I almost said awesomer, and then I did anyway. It's okay. But <laughs> then like two-hour, I said, I really enjoy because you get right to the point. People don't get, you know. Do all your really good songs. I love and being an opener. I love opening. Man, it's my favorite That's thing That's what in we got to start doing. Just 45 minutes. Because you get to watch minutes, the other person. You don't have to sit there do and the watch. Do the awesome my, music. Because if your opener's really good, man, playing after him is so hard. <laughs> um so yeah so dennis john glanville you can find him on his facebook page find him on twitter he's not sure how to find him on twitter but i have great faith in the youth of this generation i'm sure you can find him yeah Yeah. it's probably on his facebook page so you know squirm around in there a little bit figure it out i don't know squirm i don't know where that word came from instagram post pictures videos and stuff like that um and Look out for his album. What's the title of your new album? The Road. It's kind of a concept album. All right, so go and find his other album, Where the Ocean Meets the Sea. Where does the ocean end and the shore be? I'm so sorry. See, I can't even remember. That's so long, I can't even remember. Okay, well, just go on Bandcamp and type in his name and find his first album. And then wait for his new album, The Road, to come out. Hopefully by this summer. Let's say summer. And um, look for it on vinyl and probably on Bandcamp again. Yep. And I think I think that's it. Is there anything you wanted to add? No. That's, all right. That's well, everything. thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having thanks me. Thanks for yeah. driving this far. I didn't realize you were coming all the oh, way from Madison. Um, it's a nice drive here, too. Yeah. Lots and of back roads. I love on it. the next show, we are going to have Dixie Duncan It is, is his name. So tune in the next week to... Uh, hear him and learn about Dixie. And thanks again, Dennis. Thank you. So you are listening to Local Frequencies, your connection to the local music scene.